in the house and in the house of the Lord one more time again. It is a privilege to be able to preach the gospel. It is a pleasure to come back home. I do miss y'all, but I do understand that I have to be about my father's business. Therefore, I decrease so that he can increase and we do the will of God. So if we have our books, our Bibles, we should always have our sword with us. Uh, the title will be mm, A Believer's Battle. And I'm going to be coming out of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. A Believer's Battle. I pray that this sermon helps someone to understand their position as a believer. Amen? Amen. Let us begin. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take ye the whole armor of God that you may do, be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of a peace, of above all, taking the shield of faith, my Lord, wherewith you shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. You may be seated. Heavenly Father, decrease me so that I, that I can increase. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place, Lord. Have your way. Let the broken hearts. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. It is the power. It is the power. Not you. It is the power that is able to break the yokes, to set captives free, to set the bondage, set liberty. Let the lame walk, Lord. Let the lame walk. Let those who have stopped ears, ears be unstopped, Lord. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place, Lord. He that has an ear, let him hear what thus says the word of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm thanking you in advance. I'm ready to worship, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When we see this here uh, in Ephesians, we're starting at a place where the book of Ephesians is really written to only the believers. You must be a believer to understand what he's talking about. It's not written to the unbeliever. If, if you believe, when you start understanding that you believe, it will help you to tell someone about that you need to be saved. And then it tells you your situation. You have been chosen. You have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. But when he talks, he breaks it down for the whole thing. The book of Ephesians helps the whole body of Christ. It helps. It reaches back to the family. In chapter 5, he starts talking about our unity, how we should be together. We should not be apart, but we are called to be one body in Christ, meaning that we need to be unified as we come together. Then when he steps off in chapter 6. He steps in chapter 6. He's got to let the believer to understand what he didn't know. Did you know that you are in a fight? Yes, sir. 
He stops up and says, look here, just because you've been saved don't mean you're going to get to walk down Main Street throwing up your hands and ain't nothing going to happen. He says, by the way, when you get to walking down Main Street, things is getting ready to happen. Because since you are a believer, you've just been put on Main Street. You're the main target that Satan's going to be shooting at. You are on Main Street and you don't even know it. Your time is up or free walking around doing what you want to because since you are a child of God, he's got to put something on you. Satan don't bother you when you already belong to him. He knows he's on time, so what he's got to do with, he's got to deal with those who he has lost. Satan is trying to, trying to deceive you. Satan's trying to pull you away from the truth. And when you walk away from the truth, you have walked away from everything. I better slow down. I better slow down. Because in America, don't nobody want to hear about the truth no more. When you start talking about the truth, people want to pull back. Everybody wants to be a compromising gospel. But let me tell you something. The gospel is not compromising. You are in a battle, and you need to know who you're fight is and your fight is not against your brother your fight is not against your sister your fight is not against your mother your fight is not against your friend your fight is not against the one who hurt you yesterday your fight is not against the one who talked about you last night but your fight is an inner fight and if you learn to where you're feeling where your fight is you will realize the fight is in your mind it's in your mind the fight is in your mind Ephesus was a church. It was a, a great commercial church that had built up. And they, when they first started out, they, they had an issue that they, was, they was, had a strong desire for Christ. They were they was sold out on Jesus. Anybody in the house sold out on Jesus? They were sold out on Jesus. And as they were sold out on Jesus, what they did was they started turning into the 21st century church. What they started doing, they started letting other things come inside the church that don't have nothing to do with Jesus Christ. And start, they started setting up all these things that we can do. They set up organizations. They know how to get you to the church. They know how to get you from the church, but they don't know how to get the church in you. Because since they ain't preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, they don't know what they're talking about. Let me tell you something. The gospel is not a 12-step plan. The gospel is the only plan. See, when you learn to understand the gospel, then you can walk, then you can talk in the freedom and the newness of the mind. He who has set free. The Bible says he who has set free is free indeed. What I'm trying to tell you is something else. The Christ is saying, once I have set you free, you got paperwork. Has anybody got paperwork on their freedom or do you still believe that you're tied to what someone else said? I'm not tied to what someone else said. I am free and I'm free indeed. I got paperwork. Where you got paper? It's in the Bible. It's on the cross. When you see the blood of Jesus Christ, I have the deed to my freedom. Ephesus, 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 the church has slid in and you had some who were still trying to defend the gospel but, but what had happened was they, 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 they got weary and got tired. And when you go to Revelations 2 and 2, and two God deals with the church of Ephesus. He says, he says, he says uh, I, I know of your good works. I know how y'all feel against sin. I, I, I know y'all really trying. But, but in Revelation 2 and 4 says, but nevertheless... Nevertheless, I got, I got, we, got, we got an issue we need to deal with. He says, what's happened is, it seems like y'all have died. He, he, he says, y'all lost your first love. And that's what happens to a lot of Christians is that we have died sitting on the pew. Because we lost our first love. 
When we first started, we was excited about being in the ministry. When we first started, we, was, we didn't mind helping out in children's church. When we first started, we didn't mind singing. When we first started, we didn't mind lifting up holy hands. But since we've been for a while, we got a little bit comfortable. And when the church gets comfortable, the church begins to die on the inside. It don't die from the outside. They're not killing the church. We're killing the church because we are the church. So he deals with them from the place that they are. And he shows them their weakness and what let them know that what they're into. And so when we turn to Ephesians, we look at uh, uh, 6 and 10. He says, finally, my brother, finally, brother, I, I, want you, I want you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the Colossians 1 and 11, it says, strengthen with all might according to his glorious powers unto all patience and longsuffering and with joyfulness. He says, he says, finally, my brother, I want you to be strong. In order to be strong in something, you got to know what you're in. You got to know what you're in. You got to be strong in his might. You got to let folks know that you're not standing in your strength. No, you're standing in the strength of the Lord because it says according to his. See, when it's according to his and you know that he's unlimited. Oh, my God. See, I'm not standing on, on no temporary strength. I'm standing on some unlimited stuff. So, therefore, I can step in some things that you can't step in because I'm standing in his might. Therefore, I walk by faith, not by sight. I walk by faith, not by sight, according to his good pleasure because I'm out to please him. And when you walk for the Lord, He'll make the next step for you. But if you determine to stand still and wait on something, let me tell you, God is not waiting on you. God is not waiting on you. What you need to do is get busy because he's already said it is finished. So, so we stand strong in the Lord and in in his power. I stand how much power do you have? You got to be connected. He says, he says, if I abide in you and you abide in me, when we get connected to each other, we get stronger. The problem is we only want him to abide in us on Sunday. How can you be strong seven days a week and only spend two hours a week in the Lord and talk about you got some strength to me you're malnutritioned you, you, you've only got two hours you ain't even got 15 minutes of prayer in you and you talking about you're going to pray something out how you going to pray something out and you only pray 15 minutes don't you understand it takes more than 15 minutes it took you longer than that to get in the situation you got to pray through some things until the church understands we got to pray together sometimes too and don't be asking me what we're praying about just pray with me Ain't none of your business about what we're praying about. God knows. God knows. As long as he knows, everything will be all right. So you got to stand strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Finally, he says, I like how he says, finally. He says, finally, he says, you got to understand we got to come together on this thing. For, 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 for we, 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 we wrestle. We, 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 you got to put on the whole armor of God. He says, the problem is, you keep coming here on Sunday for the two hours, and you want to put on part of the armor. He says, when you've been able to put on the whole armor, he says, when you're able to show up for a prayer meeting sometime, when you're able to call on the name of the Lord sometime, and when you're able to, to understand this, to stand still and put on the whole thing, quit trying to put on half of Jesus and fight a 10-minute fight. 
Jesus is not the kind of Jesus that you can put on and take off. That's what's wrong with the, with the world today. They see too many Christians on Monday who don't took their armor off. He said they only come to church with half their armor. They only pray with half their armor. And therefore, that when a situation arises, the same situation arises for the unbeliever, with the believer, they act the same way. He says, but if you put on the whole armor, see, 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 listen, your job shouldn't dictate to who you are. See, 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 when they get to talk rough on the job, you let them know that you're standing for Jesus Christ. So whatever the job do, you say, come what may, come what may, my God will supply. What you say is, you know what? It, he just said, my God got me this job. My God will get the next one. How do I know? It could be a move. God could be setting you up to come up. Good God Almighty. Has anybody been set up to come up? God has set me up to come up. He had to set me down so he could set me up, but he caught me up. Good God Almighty. We got a God that is able to do something. He's able. He's able. Yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah, 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 yeah. For we wrestle not against, we wrestle against, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers and powers against the rulers of darkness in this world. We, we wrestle against situations. In, in, in Matthew 16 and 17, Peter was asked a crazy question. He was asked this crazy question. He, says, he, uh, he was asked, who do men say that I am? And, and, and Peter comes back and says, he says, and, and, and Jesus, he says, Jesus. And Jesus answered Peter and said unto him, blessed art thou son Barjona, Flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is heaven. What he's saying is, when you get close to God, and then when you understand Deuteronomy 29 and 29, he says that the secret things belong unto God, it is him who reveals these things. He says, Peter, you don't understand. What's been revealed to you didn't come from nobody else. He says, he says, he says when you get tapped in the Holy Spirit, the things that's going to be revealed to you, can't nobody present it to you. He said, there's the secret things. He said, I didn't tell someone else to tell you. He says, what I did was I broke it down for you because I revealed it to you because it was just for you. There are some things that God has for you that are just tailor-made just for you. It's not tailor-made for everybody else, but it's tailor-made just for you. He said, but it comes through the revelation and the illumination of Jesus Christ. you got to understand when you see him that you know him. And when you hear him, that you follow him. And when you hear him, you'll know his voice. He says that my sheep know my voice. Is there any sheep in the house that knows Jesus' voice different from the principalities of this world? Because let me tell you something about Satan. Satan will try to duplicate the voice of Jesus. He'll try. He'll try. See what Satan see. I got a message from you. Some, the Lord told me to tell you. As if your phone is cut off. <laughs> and so they're sending you a message. As if Jesus ain't paid his AT and T bill. Now, if he abide in me and I abide in him, I don't need you to give me the message. Because he's, I got a direct line. I, I, has anybody got a direct line? See, 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 I got a direct line that can't be cut off from other services. My line is connected by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
and by the blood, it, 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 it connects which was broken. See, I was broken, but when the blood comes to me, he connected me by his blood. When we celebrate communion, we're, we're, we're symbolically showing you how important the blood is because sin separates things. But the blood of Jesus brings everything back together. When the blood did, it brought the phone line back together. And Jesus says, you are my own. He says, so he tells him about revelation. You're going to have to be have revelation to fight this fight. He said, wherefore now take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He said, I need you to, to, to take in the evil day. In the days like today, we need to understand to take on. We got to take everything we have by the word of God so that we can stand in the evil day. Times have changed from the 70s. Times have changed from the 80s. We got to get to the point now that we realize that there's a a generation that's going to have to do different things. There was a time where our children would grow up and they got a certain age and we thought they were gone. But now in this 21st century, what the world is going through right now, it's going to take some grandmothers that's going to have to reach back. It's going to have to take some grandfathers that's going to have to reach back. It's going to take some folks who's been laying down at the altar praying for family members to reach a family member to bring them back so that we stand in the evil day. The day is the evil day because any time that we don't have a moral standard and our standard is Christ Jesus. When we got away from the moral standard of Christ, we have diminished the value and the power of who we are. We don't know who we are because we're not connected to who he is. And when we connected to who he is, he says he's that we were created in his image Christ is waiting to see himself in us good God am I not like that he says when I see myself in you then I can give the praise and the glory he said I get excited about seeing my children it's funny see watch this sir see, see on Thursday uh, was Thanksgiving day and a whole lot of folks were happy because they seen some folks that they hadn't seen in a while to come to your house can you imagine Can you imagine how Jesus feel when one of his children come home? I don't care how long they've been gone. Do you, can you imagine? See, see, I ain't always been in church. Let me get that straight. I ain't always walked like this. No, 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 no. I had to change my shoes. But when I came home, he accepted me. And guess what? He, he didn't lower me, but, but he, put me, he put me right in position. Oh, I can hang in there for a minute. <laughs> I, I said he put me. He didn't make me start all over. He, he, he took me and put me in position so that I could be used by him. Because he didn't like what the other folks were saying about me, saying that I was unusable. And he said, I'm going to show you a miracle when I lift him up. See, they counted me out and he counted me in. They put a period mark and he put a comma. The difference was they said it was over and he said to be continued. I don't know what you're going through. God has said in your life this is to be continued. It ain't over till God says it's over. Let God raise you and fight the good fight of faith. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how do we fight? 
Therefore, we stand having our loins girded with the truth. We got to get back to the truth. We got to get back to Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. And we got to put it upon our heart because the breastplate of righteousness is his righteousness. You're not righteous because of what you've done, but you're righteous by who he is. And it is a positional thing. You, you, you're not going to get right. You're not going to be right. You already right. That's something to shout about right there. Good God Almighty. See, when I came back, I didn't have to get right. It wasn't because I was going to be right. I was already right. Because the blood set me right. The blood sets you right. I don't get right. I am right by the blood of Jesus Christ. So therefore, since I know I'm right by the blood, I put it on my heart. So when I get up in the morning and I don't feel good, I just pat on my heart. Say, you're still righteous, boy. Even though it ain't going the way you want to, you're still righteous child even though you don't like what it looks like you're still righteous because greater is he that is in thee there's oh my 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 I didn't mean to touch that one I didn't mean to touch that one you got to know who he is that is in you good God almighty so you wherefore so 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 when I look at first Peter 1 and 3 he says wherefore gird up your loins of your mind and be sober for the hope to the end of grace that is to brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ he says you got to gird up your mind I told you this whole thing is in your mind. When you, when, when, you, when you get it right in your mind, then you can fight. Ain't no need. Listen, now I'm a Michigan fan. I know y'all don't like that. <laughs> it's always one. <laughs> the difference in the game yesterday, one team went out on the field with their mind made up. Mm-hmm. Anytime you beat somebody that bad, your mind was made up. <laughs> uh-huh. Christ, Christ wants us to understand that wherever we're at, wherever we're going to, have your mind made up. Girded up with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So therefore, when you go forth, you got your mind made up. See, you can't change my mind because I know who he is. He's been too good to me for you to change my mind. He's done too much for me for you to change my mind. He's still keeping me when I can't keep myself. I understand mercy and understand grace. I thank God for mercy because mercy kept me when I couldn't keep myself. But I show enough. Good God in my I show enough. I show enough. Shout when I talk about grace. Grace does something to me because I didn't deserve it nor did I earn it but it stepped in front of mercy and said I gotcha when grace says I gotcha he wraps his arms around you and ain't no one can pluck you out of the hands of the Lord once you're saved you're always saved but make sure you're saved it's got to be girded up in your mind you, 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 you can't question that you can't question it maybe I am maybe I ain't I don't know woo, woo. when I hear that I say, woo 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 you need to come into my office. Woo -woo. We need to talk a little bit because you're not sure about it. Woo -woo. Maybe I didn't preach hard enough. Woo -woo. Something happened. But when it gets in your mind, I don't have to worry about the questions. Christ, Christ does not want you to question who you are. Christ wants you to know who you are in him, in Christ Jesus. See, when we know who we are in Christ Jesus, then we can walk steadfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. My Lord, my Lord, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel is not to divide, but the gospel, what it does is it gives you peace. Because when you put the gospel in its proper place, in its content, in the context, what it does, it eliminates you from being you. Let me help someone out. 
if you are thinking about getting married or if you are married, when you are married, let Christ's word be that final answer. Amen. Therefore, it takes, it takes me out and it takes her out and let Christ be the center point. Because the truth of the matter, we both need to be covered by Christ. Anyhow, so when we say that again, say, say it again. Now, let me tell you something, bro. I didn't get this overnight now. I've been married 30 years. It took me a while. When we put Christ in his right perspective, when the two come under Christ, when we let the word of God make the final decision, it keeps us having peace. The reason why I have peace at my home is because we let Christ run the home. She is with me as I'm following Christ. And she knows Christ. Therefore, it gives us the strength. So therefore, we have the truth instead of our opinions. Because if, you, if you'd have met me in my first 10 years, <laughs> my truth was my truth. <laughs> but as I studied the word, I realized I wasn't always right. And let me, ooh, Lord, 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 let me tell you something. We got to quit worrying about who's right anyhow. We spend too much time on, I'm not going to, I'm not going to forgive them because I'm right. It ain't about you. It's about him. He's right. And when you get right with him, it'll take care of that. You got to put the thing in the right perspective. Good God Almighty. Woo, Holy Spirit, have your way, have your way, have your way. Good God Almighty. Am I preaching to myself? Oh, Lord. <laughs> all above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to stand and quench the fiery darts of the wicked. We have to take the shield of faith. Faith is a shield that we need to, to protect. Now, it's one thing to believe something, and there's another thing to have faith in a situation. Listen, I can believe something all I want to, but faith moves. Faith moves. I believe I can have the business, but until I go to the bank and start making preparations, I still have a belief. It's just, just a plan. So God says, you don't need the plan. I am the plan. He says, that's why I told you to walk by faith. I don't want you to see what you think you got going on. What I want you to do is to step out what I told you what's going on. Yes, sir. Even when you can't see the first step, he says, I'm asking you to keep on moving. Yes. He says, when you step out, I got you. Yes. He says, I want some, I need some Christians that can walk on water. Yes. See, see, water is unstable. But when you're stepping out on Christ's word of God, it doesn't matter how much things are shifting below your feet. Christ says, by faith, I got you. Has anybody been walking by faith lately? I know you're in a storm. I know you see things around you. I know you feel like you're about to go under. But let me tell you something. Keep on stepping on. Because he's on the other side. That's what he told the disciples all the time. Meet me on the other side. He didn't say that maybe you would meet me. He told them meet me on the other side. He's saying if y'all start moving, when time y'all get there, I'll already be there. Christ is trying to get you to understand. Whatever vision, whatever goal is set in your mind he's placed in your heart for you to start moving so that you can get to the other side but you got to guard yourself so the helmet 
of these, these fiery darts that is going to be thrown at you can always be what you think. Satan is allowed to use your children. Yes, sir. Satan is allowed to lose, use your relationship. Yes, sir. He's allowed to use your job. Yes. He's allowed to use your health. Yes, sir. He's allowed to use your deliverance. Yeah. Everything he wants to use, he can use. But you should be able to stand against the fiery darks. See, the shield in the Romans, they used to take a shield. And what they would do was they take the shield and they would dip it in the water. And bring it up so when the darts hit the shield, it would crunch out. Dustin water represents the washing of the word of God. So when, you, when you're being attacked, I want you to take whatever's being done and put it under the word of God. And when you're right, and then whew, go out. <laughs> see, 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 when you get the word of God in you, I don't care how hot the dark is, it can't penetrate through. See, 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 the fiery darks is limited anyway. I see a fire when it goes so long. Then it comes out. Let me try to see where we can go here. So now take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. So as we're in the battle, in this battle, you need to protect your mind at all times. At all times, not just on Sunday, but at all times. And the sword of the spirit, the spirit, sword of the spirit is the word of God, which is the word of God. You need the word of God wherever you're going. You need to take the word of God on your job. You need to take the word of God in your house. You need the word of God for the spirit. Now, there's two spirits. There's the Holy Spirit which has an unlimited power, and then you have this small prince of this world who has a spirit who is a timing spirit. He doesn't have what he thinks he has, but he is willing to work in your mind. Therefore, you have to take care of your mind. But let me get ready to work on something. I want to go to 1 John 5 and 4. 1 John 5 and 4, and it reads as such. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I'm going to read five and five too. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Amen. Our victory is in Jesus Christ. Yes, he says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Whatever is born of God has the power to overcome the world and this is our victory and he who is overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God in order to have victory you got to believe he is the son of God listen, listen he's not Muhammad he's not Buddha no 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 he's not Farrakhan Umakhan Bayakhan Lipakhan none of that he is Jesus, the Son of God. And since that's who he is, you got to believe. But you need faith behind your belief. See, people believe that there is a Jesus, but they won't step out and trust his word. Come on now. Help me, somebody. So what I realized, I have to go back to the cross to understand who is he. He is Jesus. He says we have victory. You are 
more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. See what I just said. Some folks ain't grabbing hold of what I just said. I said you are more than conquerors. He didn't say you are more than conquerors. One who has conquered a situation doesn't deal with the situation anymore because he takes the spoils. Once you have been born again, you are more than conquerors. You are victorious. Therefore, something different. You're not. You're not fighting to win. You've already won. Good God Almighty. When you've already won, you can walk in that thing. I'm not fighting to see what the judge is going to say. It's already been settled on Calvary. You are more than, than conquerors, meaning you got the victory already at hand. How did you get the victory? When Christ went up on Calvary's hill. Good God Almighty. See, it's funny. It's funny. It blows my mind. The week before he went up, they was talking about Hosanna. They laying things down for him and giving him praise. Seven days later. Good God Almighty. Let me tell you something. You might go through some things, but guess what? Seven days later, ought not change out who you are. Just because you are more than conquerors. Even though a situation comes, you are greater. It's greater. Now unto him who is able to keep you. Good God Almighty. Has anybody been kept by the word of God? Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? I've been kept. I was kept. I was kept in the midst of everything that went on. And since I am more than conquerors, I believe in what I believe. I, yet, my eyes have not seen, nor my ears have ever heard all that God has for me. Let me help somebody. Your eyes have not seen, nor have your ears heard what God has for you. And since he's got this for you, walk in your newness. Walk in your newness. Quit walking in your past. Don't let people talk about your past. So what? You can't change that. So what? So what? I'm more than conquerors by the blood of the Lamb. And as Christ moves the cross, he was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions. Since he was wounded for our transgression, and by the shedding of his blood, we had the remission of sin. He says, when sin was moved out, I conquered death too. He said, not only are you victorious, you got power. Not, not, listen, you're not just a winner to go sit down, but you're a winner to get in the fight. See, the title is a believer's battle. The battle is you got to get back into the fight. In order to get back into the fight, you got to believe the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, lay aside the sin and every weight those but so don't easily beset thee. You don't be set aside by things that people are talking about what you used to do. But I want you to get back in the fight and start fighting the good fight of faith. Jesus himself, while, while, while in the Garden of Gethsemane, he had to deal with issue. He, he, he in the Garden of Gethsemane, he got to a place where he showed his humanity. He says, he says, he says, if there's another way for this to happen, and, and then when he came into his own. See, when you come into your own, he says, he says, he says, but nevertheless. Something about a nevertheless. He says, nevertheless, not my will, not my will, not my plan A, not my plan B, but thy will be done. I got into the place. Church, we got to get to the place in 2020 to fight the real fight. We got to say, not my will. But thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What I'm trying to say is it's already settled in heaven. I don't know where you're working from, but it's already settled in my heart down here. Because I believe he is a rewarder of them who, 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 who seek diligently, seek him. 
So you got to be diligent on this thing. That's why I was talking about your, your Sunday two-hour worship. I hope you get more of it today. <laughs> I hope you get more of it tomorrow because the devil is a liar. If you think, if you think he's only going to fight on Monday or Tuesday, surprise, surprise, surprise. Good God Almighty. I know I'm going to meet him in the morning. I, I know he's going to be waiting on me in the morning. But guess what? I'm waiting on him. He don't understand because the fight is already over. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is yours. Victory is yours in Christ Jesus. Victory is yours. You got to claim it. If you won't speak it, you won't take it. We serve a speaking God. The speaking God speaks back. God wants his children to speak back. Until you open your mouth, you won't have what God's. You got to act like Christ. He wants to see God's sister. Let there be. You got to tell your family, let there be. We got the devil. Let there be. They got your children. Let my child go. He got your wife. Let my wife go. You got your husband. Let my husband go. Let there be. You got to speak things into your life. Yeah. 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 He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody got the helmet on? Has anybody been hitting the head this week? Has anybody been hitting the head this week? If you've been hitting the head, I tell you what, loan up your guests. Pull, pull up the truth on them. If they keep throwing darts, I tell you what, you tell them, I got a glass of water. Do you know that Jesus did with water himself? He went under the water, but he came up out of the water, and he seen something different. When you go up under the water, you ought to came out and seen something different, because the word of God is in you, and when it's in you, it washes away yesterday. It washed away yesterday. It washed away all my sin, and I was walking, I was on vacation in Florida. I was walking at the Atlantic Ocean, and when I understood as the tides were moving things in that there's a current on the inside of the ocean washing this way but you understand if you throw some things out this way the tide will bring things back to you but I understand that Jesus is down and low in the water and he took what I throwed out all my sins and he took them down the way and since he washed them all away I stand in his righteousness that's why I got on my helmet you can't get in my mind no more because I'm not him who you're talking about my name is don't even call me Mark I'm just a child of the God yeah. <laughs> Praise powerful bird. Scripture says this in Colossians chapter 2. It says, At the cross, he wiped away.